You know what it is, man. It's still the Ball Hawk Sports Talk. It's still the Big Flow Show. It's still be Brown ESQ. And it's still the same episode after round and found out. Every once in a while, we give you a bonus track. Today's one of those days. Our lucky, lucky listeners get a bonus track because we got one more thing that we have to discuss. And before I do, I want to make sure that I set it up the right way. I want to make sure that everyone knows that we do not condone violence. I want to make sure that everyone knows that we are uh, upstanding, law-abiding citizens in our respective lives. I want to make sure everybody understands that we love college football. We played it the right way. We played it with dignity and respect for the game. But I also want everyone to know that categorically, this particular story falls within this same topic of effed around and found out. And this topic is the Michigan-Michigan State brawl. You live in the Central Time Zone. You live among the Big Ten community. You live among, I'm assuming, several Michigan and Michigan State alum. You know uh, some of the former players, as do I. I'll give you the quick intro to give you the moment to say what has been the temperature there. We're going to show the fight. We're going to then talk about it from a college football standpoint, because we have both been players in that college football locker, excuse me, in the tunnel. We know how they separate the team. So we're going to give the the viewers an inside look into sort of what normally happens versus what we saw happen on Saturday. But if you will, give us a temperature of what it's like there in Central Time Zone. When you look at this title, after I found out, rarely do you find both sides after round and found out, right? So both sides are to blame. Both sides found out and did whatever. After the game, if you go to a, a stadium that has one tunnel, one team waits for the other team to go. I don't know how it's determined or whatever. Pretty much when you get up there, someone from your staff is either telling you to go or telling you to wait. And you right. wait. There's woofing that goes along. Coming out of wow. the tunnel, same thing. There's woofing that goes along. I remember we played Florida State in the game of the century. They sat at the end of the tunnel and waited on us. And we sat there and we woofed at them. We got it all hyped up and everyone for the cameras. No one touched anybody. Coach Holtz was between us, getting us hyped up, gave us the wink to let us know we could bark a little bit. And that's just kind of good gamesmanship. But after the game, when it's over, feelings are hurt, tempers are flared, you know, frustrations are are gone. So Michigan graciously allows Michigan State to go through. Two players on Michigan, and unfortunately I don't have the names in front of me, they decide they're not going to wait. There's there's a lot of video going around. So one one of the guys who ended up getting beat up pretty bad, you can see him with his helmet off, uh, skipping up and down, going around. And he's going through the tunnel anyway. He's not going to wait. After round and found out. Got up the tunnel. I'm going to assume, wasn't there, but I'm going to assume words were said. You could tell by his body language that he wasn't humbly walking up the, the tunnel. He's running his mouth. It's a vicious. And uh, they just won. Let's be fair. Just won. He's not going to be humble. It's one of, these, one of these games where you get a trophy and everything. They just beat him. Everything's good. Michigan's on top. You know, Michigan State's upset them before. So he's running his mouth. And he happens to be from East Lansing. So the kid's from East Lansing. So this is his hometown college that he snubbed and went to Michigan. Right. So one of the two kids are twins. Before he effed around. around Effed around and found out. out. But, yes, he did do that. So uh, I don't know if we want to show, show to the video, but something happens and there's an altercation. 
We want to show the video now. Yeah, we'll show the this. We might might as well warn people that the video is graphic. It's graphic. Just some language that you know. Gets yeah, there's some some colorful language, and we got to remember that this is a football game. It, it is it is a lot of testosterone in that 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 moment. Um, but yes, with that intro, I will go ahead and show it, and then uh, show one. We'll, we're going to show you at least one of the videos if we can't find both of them. Both yeah, I'll, I'll go with this one. I'll go with this one first. This one seems like a good one, so we'll, we'll go with that one. And good, good in the stance is clear. He says, whoever that is in the video, what is going on? And my answer to that is somebody effed around and found out. So because what you're not gonna do in those moments when you just beat your rivalry, crosstown rivalry 29-7, when one of the players that was, I'm gonna call him a victim in ways because he absolutely was a victim with all of those people attacking him. Um, but one of those players being from East Lansing, Michigan, where Michigan State is located. What's going on to answer that rhetorical question of the 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 observer there in the video is they effed around and found out. What you do not want to do is antagonize someone ever when it comes to a football situation, At but especially point. after you just beat them twenty nine seven. Fair or not fair? I think that's very good, uh, wise words that I would tell I would tell my son. Yes, yes, your son's in the Big Ten now. He's the big They've team. got a rivalry. If I was you, I would say when that rivalry game happens, you're going to prance your behind back to your own locker room and remain safe. Um, there are rumors that the Michigan State players could indeed face criminal, criminal charges. Um, we do know that initially there were four Michigan State players that were suspended that has now moved up to eight Michigan State players that have been suspended. Mm -hmm. So they effed around and found out that there is cameras everywhere. People are going to see you. Now, there are going to be have, consequences for repercussions to, you have to this action. But what do you think, man, all in all, before we get out of here? And this is a bonus track, so we're not going to be here long. But I thought that, that you and I, having played college football, having been in those tunnels, having been in rivalry games, having been emotionally charged, having been in a situation. Now, I got to admit that when we played Purdue, they rushed the field one year, and there's people, like, up in your face, like, pointing, and, and you got to be a really calm, cool cat to make it out of that without physically assaulting someone. Mm -hmm. And those are the fans and the students, let alone. You saw what the receiver at the Raiders did to the cameraman. You get frustrated. People are mad to hit you at the worst time. You know, this is an emotional game. That's why people get a lot of pay, a lot of money to go there. That's why people get paid scholarships. Um, because people get they want to be moved emotionally. And we can't expect people who are at the heightened state of emotional movement and expect them to just do whatever. So I'm an old school guy. I'm not a, I'm not against a, a, a good shuff, shuffle in the fight. I am against uh attacks when it comes to the guy who uses helmet. I don't know if you have that video, but the guy who uses helmet as a weapon. I think that guy should be treated like a criminal because 
I think that we have to have a general agreement in sports. If you play hockey and they get in a fight, they drop the gloves, take off their helmet, and then you they gonna fight. use your helmet if you got in a fight. Would I use my helmet in a fight? Bro, at a football game, this is a football game. Now, if he went and got his helmet out the car, yeah, but it's at a football game. He has his helmet right there at the ready. Would you use your helmet in a football fight? If I was one of the dudes, if I was getting attacked by a bunch of people, maybe. But if I'm jumping on some dude in the fight, no. I think you had to, like, as I was going to in hockey, no one hits each other with a stick when they fight, right? No one kicks each other with the blades. They all have it at their disposal. But you have to have some some level of a line you won't cross. And hitting somebody on top of the head, I think he hit him like four times, broke his nose and messed him up with the helmet. It's a real dangerous thing. So if you're going to fight somebody, throw a fist, throw a punch, shuffle. The way that they got the first guy, if you really looked, it really wasn't punches thrown. They threw him against the wall. They pushed him. It's what we call a football fight. A lot of pushing and shoving, manhandling, I'm stronger than you. But really, it was some straightening going on. They it taught was him a lesson about that. He, they yeah, taught you him came to in here running your mouth, and we took care of you and did whatever. But, you know, if you see how many people were touching and how many people got suspended, you can realize some people agree with me and say, hey, that's that's this is par for the course. You come in here, you run your mouth, you fight. We fight in practice. You know, the games, they throw flags for fighting. But think about it, there's probably less fights. Football is the strictest somehow of every sport on fighting. Um, every other sport you can get away with a little bit more than you can in football. <laughs> But at the end of the day, sometimes you mess up. You come in there, you run around, you find out, and you got pushed around. They throw you out. So I think that they, he, he, they some of they, they they brought it on themselves. They should have never been in that tunnel. Everyone knows you wait. It's you almost impossible. But huh? if you think of it, they normally have state troopers or some form of armed servicemen. Hold right? Back. State troopers in in, in um, certain stadiums. Uh, police officers that have been hired at other stadiums, but there's someone that is clearly an authority that creates sort of a human shield. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from the same force that, that walks the coach to the tunnel, that same force, they have a human shield between the two teams to prevent these things from happening. And my man's two of them, my man's in them got a, a, a little extra frisky Rain went around that, that rope, and we see the unfortunate after. Unless he comes forward and say he had to he had to do do, he had to go to the bathroom and he couldn't wait. You're a fool and you got what happens. I'm not saying you got what you deserve, but you made a decision that impacted the, the output. So I think he's an idiot for going around there. But the one thing I will say about Michigan State, State of Affairs, and this is this is one on one. If you look at those videos, and we're not going to keep showing them, but go back and look at them and study the body language. I think they're, they're a program in flux right now. They're, they're transfer you. I think when the transfer portal first became legal, they kicked 40 guys off the team, um, told them that they had to transfer. They brought or they had 40 roster moves. So I don't know how many of the numbers get skewed, but they went nuts when it came to the transfer portal, and that's kind of what they do. And I think that the downside is the chemistry. So I want you to go back and, guys, Google the fight. You'll see different angles and see different commentaries. But watch the body language of most of the players. Here's here's the situation. Me and Bobby are out. I'll show in a group, and you're I'll my brother. You. I was trying to prevent from showing it too much because people but, accuse us of being Neanderthals already. But I'll show if you. If you if if there's a fight, there's two choices. I either help you fight or I break it up. There's too many people that just kept moving. 
right? There's too many people, in my opinion, they're just like, I don't care, I'm not going to do nothing. There's some people just standing, but they're just kind of walking by, nothing to see here. I feel like if, if there's a, if you're in a mistake and you're starting a fight, like again, I don't think anybody involved in Michigan State in this fight deserves a major punishment because I didn't see any kicking, any punching. They threw the dude down, and when he started to walk away, they let him leave. The other video that we're not showing where the guy's getting hit in the face with the helmet, I think that's just outrageous. That's too much going on. First of all, don't take your helmet off when there's a fight. You put it on with both chin straps on both sides. It's after after punch. the game, though. Maybe he took it off and handed it to somebody. And the fight about to start, you throw, you throw that baby back on real quick. Right? Rules of war, rules of engagement. You put Protect your yourself back. at all times, right? They say that in boxing. Um, but I just think there's a lot of people indifferent. You're watching that video, and the other video probably shows it better because you can see the people. There's a lot of people with indifference um that are walking by like all right whatever nothing to see here here's my issue when you start talking about criminal charges and the experts now because you got all these legalese all these attorneys that come out and they they're the experts and they say well you know there's a certain assumption or risk normally <laughs> that i love it that attaches to the use of the helmet mm-hmm so you got some of these attorneys saying, well, it's after the game. So using that weapon is considered more you know, outside the bounds of the game. There are two people there. Both have a helmet. I don't condone using a helmet, but I'm going to just be honest. Any and every football fight that I had been that, that previously I, I took part in. Ain't no rules. There are no rules. The rule is when. And if the Michigan player somehow, some way found it necessary to go around the human shield of whether they were Michigan state troopers or local Ann Arbor police, they went around the human shield, around the protection that was set to make sure something like this doesn't happen, around the, the this 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 divider to make sure that there's a level of sportsmanship around this divider so they could let Michigan State know we got y'all. I just think, yeah, you know, so yeah, I, I don't feel like they're victims. They, to this point. they weren't brutally attacked in the, in the parking lot on the way of the thing. You ran around. You swam when there was low lifeguard posted. You did what you got to go do. It's at your own risk. Fucked around and found out. That's all I had to say. So we had to come back to this topic, you guys, because I couldn't believe we didn't think about it. Nothing fits so much better. But, hey, they found it, and they see what happens. And, unfortunately, young people make mistakes, and they have to learn. Uh, the one guy's got a broken nose. Eight guys from Michigan State are probably going to be kicked The other one had, like, face lacerations. Might have to go yeah, through. it be all right. Lacerations is a very relative term. You know. What I didn't like is this, and that's what I was getting to, is, is John Harbaugh basically saying, you know, it, it was brutal. And you can't now come – you can't respond as though they did something so bar barbaric that there should be criminal charges. Charges. It was brutal. It was 15 guys. Now, what we call that is football. That's That's – whether you like it or not, what you saw there happens a lot. Uh when I was at Notre Dame, if you fought one offensive lineman, you fought on every offensive lineman. So what you did I take my 190 pounds? 
I'm not fighting an offensive lineman. I'm just not doing it. Mm-hmm. Unless I get you one-on-one. Unless I can get out of there quickly. That's called the art of survival. So I just don't like that now it's been presented from Harbaugh, who I just tend not to like anyway. You know, and this 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 studious, I can't believe they did that type thing. Yeah, I can't believe either side did that. Why would you go put yourself in a lion's den and be shocked that the lion ate your ass up? No. I mean, there's a reason why they hold us back for every for since the history of football. There's a reason why they they separate the tunnels because they know that there's a high likelihood if you go through the tunnel together, somebody's gonna fight. But I do say using a helmet to hit somebody in the face is 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 beyond it. You gotta use your fist. You gotta do whatever. I'm not a big fan of that. If you're gonna swing somebody, because you if I get in a fight with you on the football field or wherever like that, I'm not thinking about killing. It's not a survival at, at that point, especially when you got all your boys with you. If he wants to punch him in the face, people, people, sometimes you got to get hit in the mouth a couple of times to learn. But a helmet to the face three times is a lot. That's too much. They, they are suspended, I think, indefinitely. I think that's enough penalty. I don't think they need to be criminal They'll charges. Say again. Those kids all transfer. And 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 okay, so so now that's justice. They transfer. No, but to I'm just school. saying it's unfortunate. We can't remember their names already. We just watched it, and people won't remember, and those guys will be somewhere else tomorrow. That's just what's going to happen. I think it, it 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 bodes well for us to make sure that everybody knows exactly what the rules are. And, you know, I think Harbaugh did what he did. These guys are going to gonna roll out their freaking mug shots and all that good stuff. But the truth of the matter is, is that that could have been prevented. I am a big proponent of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. And that could have been pre- what we saw was the second piece of the cause and effect what we saw was a domino effect that was created and provoked by michigan players that has logistically facts over time been avoided with people just taking a butt back to their locker room mm-hmm. And there's other videos you can find of Michigan players walking behind Ohio State last year, giving them the finger, yelling, saying all kind of stuff. And I'm not, I'm not like condemning them for it. But the bottom line is, this is football. You talk a lot of stuff. There's a lot of trash talking. And if you put yourself in that situation where you by yourself walking in a dark alley, running your mouth, I saw you and him. You get yourself walking in the you tunnel. Got, you got what, man? And you know what? Hey, he took his L. After they 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 mush faced him, he put his head down, he left, and they let him leave. It you wasn't know why? like because I think he understood. I I I found, I found out. out. He found out level ten. He got the gold star. He said, "Oh, so that, so that's what's happening when you did it. Level ten, okay. But you know they let him go. They pushed him. You know the one dude had to be pulled back. The guy was hit with the helmet. But like at the end of the day, it wasn't like they just ripped this dude apart. Hey, you got a little nicked up, man. It's football, but." He got more than a little bit if they got they got, got face lacerations, but at the same time, I can't say it wasn't just. I hate that it happened. I'm sure both sides hate that it happened. You got eight players that have been suspended. I'm assuming there's gonna be a good chunk of those eight players from Michigan State, like you said, either gonna transfer and maybe even kicked out because now you know the, the, the reaction is I can't believe this happened, right? And on the other side, there's two players that physically and violently got beaten up that they you know. One guy get his, his nose got to get healed. The other one got to get his face uh, reconfigured. So on both sides, you know, it, it's tough. But that's why I hate that. I look at the initial act that created it 
and I wish it didn't happen, but it is an example of our God who told us the lesson, who let us know on the whiteboard. All right, today we're going to talk about how we can find out and how much we can find out and what it takes to get there. So first we have to decide how much do we want to find out. So let's say in this case, I want to find out at a level of seven. Okay, so I find that level on my graph and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm going to come straight down to where it intersects with my fuck around line. Now there is going to tell me how much I have to fuck around to find out what I need to find out. See, as you can see, the more you fuck around, that's Michigan. the more you're going to find out. And so you know what? The beauty of this is that dude will never run up the tunnel by himself again. You'll never find out. So I hope this lesson is helpful. Thank you. It's so the look, last he's part. never going to run up the tunnel by himself again. And had he never run up the tunnel and got whooped, maybe he wouldn't know. So maybe. there is a moral to the story, and there is some good that came out of it. He fucked around, and he found out. Fucked around and found out. This has been and the bonus session. that though. now concludes officially <laughs> with the bonus track. That concludes our, uh, not only our, our show, but our lesson, uh-huh. right? And my man ended it with, if you stay here and you never F around, then you mm-hmm. never have to find out. So I hate that these young men, because that's where they are. They're young student athletes, uh, so susceptible to the slightest little triggers because at 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, we all were susceptible to these triggers. I don't like that Jim Harbaugh and others are now making it such a big deal as though, you know, it's a, it's a, I went into your house, broke into your house and, and, and created some violent, you know, situation and committed a crime against you. It was in the context of the game. Unfortunate that it happened. It's a bad reflection on Michigan state. It's a bad reflection on college football, but let's leave it there. Let's not hold these guys so accountable that we forget that we too were 18, 19, 20 years old and made bad decisions. Um, and now they found out. And we found out when we did, though. So, anyway. So, great with the bonus track, my brother. Go Irish, Yo. go Cats. All Let's that. go. Let's go. And we officially, without a doubt, without coming back, without any more bonus rounds. Every once in a while, we like to give y'all a bonus round. But now, we are officially and utterly, if I can find this, we're utterly out. Y'all have a good weekend, y'all. Peace. Peace.